Welcome back to another episode of Work Play Obsession, Life in Jiu-Jitsu. I'm your host, Topaz, and today I have as my co-host, JP, head instructor at Ground Control Columbia. Today, the plan is to do a recap on training and results from the 2017 IBJJF Worlds that took place this weekend. But we want to go over some of uh, observations from JP's perspective, what he saw as some uh, major events from the weekend and some techniques and uh, just his vision on going forward or some advice for everyone else out there as they go forward with their uh, their jujitsu journey. Uh, before we get into it, quick announcement on my collaborators or my sponsors for this podcast. I'll start with, with Fuji, geese, kimonos, and MMA and apparel. So FujiUSA.com. Use the code WPO15 for 15% off on your purchase. Also, Trap BJJ, elite instruction from high-level black belt BJJ instructors. Big thing with this one, guys, we're going to get into it more in detail since I have JP here, one of the head instructors on Trap. I know this week in particular, he's performing the techniques of the week, so I am going to hit him up on that to discuss a little bit um, what we'll see on this week's Trap uh, new videos or techniques of the week. Using uh, code WPO50, WPO50, for uh, 50% off for 12 months of uh, instruction at Trap BJJ. Guys, you can download the content or you can watch it streaming live if you have uh, that unlimited data plan, but download offline content, put it in your pocket, take it everywhere you go. No need to, no need to get onto YouTube and try to figure out what the hell you're looking for or who's that guy that's instructing it. It's all there, elite level instruction. And finally, I just wanna do a quick um, announcement on the uh, event coming up on June 17th. Saturday, June 17th from 12 to 3 at uh, Gracie Jiu-Jitsu in Columbia, Maryland is going to be the uh, Rollathon to support the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Once again, that's uh, 17 June, Saturday from 12 to 3. Guys, there's going to be raffles, giveaways, door prizes. There will also be a, a silent auction as well as drinks and snacks. This is for all levels. Gi, no gi. It's all to support a great cause. Like I said, the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. It'll be at, uh, you can find it on Facebook at Workplay Obsession Life and Jiu-Jitsu Facebook page. Also on Instagram at Workplay Obsession. It covers all the details and, and please just come out guys and, and take part. So no further ado, uh, I'm going to let JP uh, do a little introduction and, and then we'll run away with the show for today. JP, thanks for thanks for coming again on the show. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me to pass. Uh, like you, some of you guys already know, I'm a head instructor at Ground Control Columbia. I have been working here for pretty much three years. We're growing very, very, very well. Uh, very excited for the future. Yeah, absolutely. So, all right, let's start with, uh, actually, before we get into it, I'll give you a chance to, to um, shout out your sponsors. Uh, I know you have quite a few right now, so let's, let's get that out there for the audience. Great, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> my, my main sponsor is uh, Breakpoint and Trap. So Breakpoint is a gear company. They provide me all their best gears, uh, rash guard, everything, geese. They're amazing, you know. Uh, actually, I'm, now I'm wearing the A1L. It's like fits yeah. perfect on my body. So they have the best best in the market. Now, is this a new release or is this something that's yeah, been out that, for a while? Yeah, it's just a new one. They they already uh, they yeah. just uh, launch uh, flight flight key flight really key good, really good one. Nice. And trap BJJ. Uh, I have a bunch of techniques there. All all of my favorite uh, stuff is there. 
they're supporting me as well to compete, yep. to travel, and excited to compete and uh, represent the brand. Now, talking about Trap BJJ, I know uh, I, I talked about it a little bit earlier. You, you did the techniques of the week for this week. I think were fundamental, fundamental movements. Um, what are some of the movements that are covered on that instructional, and why did you select those particular movements? Actually, those are basic, uh, basically solo drills, you know, yeah. like shrimp, um, backwards rolls, forward roll, guard retention, you know, uh, technical stand up. And mm-hmm. th- now they're already going through the, the se- segment as well, this category. So that's going to provide people to keep improving their skills while they don't have a tra- uh, trained partner. Right, so like can, the they, solo, they solo can movements. They can do by themselves, yeah. you know, and they're going to set up drills. Uh, uh, techniques as well. Yeah, that, that's it's really interesting that that this particular week is uh, is focusing on on fundamentals and solo drills because we saw uh, this weekend at Worlds in the finals uh, with the Lucas Lepre match. Uh, who is his opponent? Satoshi. 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 Right. So he dislocated his shoulder, I believe, from posting during a takedown, which. We've seen it happen before. We've seen elbows, shoulders dislocating, and it just, in my mind, it just reinforces the principle of, of break falls and proper break falls. I, I know in competition you're not thinking about giving up the takedown, so maybe that's why you pose to try to defend. But um, for training purposes or for drilling purposes, um, it is is crucial for guys to understand how to properly break fall, and I include that in that category of of fundamentals of uh, and solo drilling that you can do. Just practicing break falls, left side, right side, or whatever, and forward rolls, like you pointed out, uh, also. So I think that's pretty important with um, the fundamentals of, of solo drilling. So, all right, to get into some of the questions that I that I had. Well, first, let's talk about preparation leading up to Worlds. Um, looking back on some of the performances out there and, and your own performance, reflecting on your own performance, what do you think is the, the key aspect of conditioning or training leading up to uh, to a big event? Uh, workout is very important. Yeah. Uh, like specific workout for what type, what type of body you have, yeah. uh, what type of game you play, you know. But I believe now, like uh, everybody's like pretty much at the same uh, level, you know, skills. Mm-hmm. Uh, strategy, strategy is very important yeah. now. A little know when maybe to run, you know, get out of ba- bounds. You mm-hmm. know, I mm-hmm. saw that a lot. You know, mm-hmm. you gotta be smart about competing. I think that's the key now on right. the sport. So, if, so uh, just to recap, so you, you kind of see that at, at that level. A lot of technically, guys are at the same level. Uh, Condition-wise, guys are at the same same level because everyone's training for this this gold medal. But the key is the mental preparation, the psychology that we saw in a Facebook post, and understanding the strategy of, of competition. Yes, exactly. Yeah, that's that's interesting <clears throat> because a lot of people don't don't even consider that. You know, they train and they think, hey, I'm just going to be in better shape than everybody else, and then I'll I'll win everything. But then you get somebody whose style clashes with yours, and you, your conditioning doesn't matter because you're not moving anywhere. The guy's you know holding you down exactly. and using strategy uh, until there's like 30 seconds left, and then he hits a sweep, and you're like, man, what the hell happened? And, and you're not even tired at that point. But it's interesting. What what um, could you identify one submission? Let's say one submission, one takedown, one guard pass, 
we'll just run the gamut and one and one defensive style that you think you saw the most uh, this weekend. Submission, back take submissions, yep. choke like a bone arrow choke. Yeah, I think that's pretty consistent. That's been pretty consistent. Yes, uh, take the back and and, and bow and arrow choke. Submission, uh, guard pass, knee cut, knee cut mm-hmm. pass. Mm-hmm. My, my, I hate it. I hate the knee cut pass. <laughs> sweeps, sweeps, um, spider or spider or X. Yeah. Single leg X. Uh huh. I noticed that uh, Andre Gaval, for example, and a few other guys that were playing close guard, which kind of surprised me a little bit. Yeah, I I believe he was being a strategist yeah. on like to so don't let the guy like play too much, you yeah. know, like hold a little bit the guy, yeah. rest a little bit. I was surprised to see that, and I'm not used to seeing any anybody really play close guard. I usually see spider guard, half guard, deep half, and so it was interesting. Did Did you notice anybody else besides Andre Gaval that was playing a lot of a lot of close guard? A lot of guys to be stra- strategic, you yeah, know, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, 30 seconds left, boom. Yeah. Close guard. Then yeah. hold. Uh, but more more on that that part. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll use the word controversy a little bit. So there's people talking today about the Herbert Santos and Bernardo Faria uh, finals. And some people saying he was trash talking and being disrespectful. Um, what did you get from the crowd? I mean, what was it? What was it like? being there i i was on the alliance side you yeah, know? yeah. <laughs> i wasn't with the alliance crew but uh bernardo said he was talking sh- uh garbage you yeah, know, yeah to to him once he got in mount yeah you know and then he got very upset yeah i saw i saw his reaction when they came <laughs> up he was he was really really aggressive but yeah it's interesting i mean it, it's very tough because Everyone likes Bernardo. He's a great, great guy. Very kind, very nice. And everyone hates Urbis because he's got that—he's got that villain personality, you know. But at the same time, for for jujitsu, just the same way as for the UFC or for any sport, you need a villain there to get people to be interested. So from my perspective, I'm like, yeah, I got it. No one likes this guy. However, the 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 big fans of of non IBJJF nogi say, hey. There's too much stalling. There's too much holding. There's too much. Gra- there's a lot of butt scooting. Then you take this guy. You take Urbis. He comes in and he's like trying to sh- throw everybody. He's shooting singles. He's shooting doubles. He's, he's he's nuts basically. And I think if you flip it over, you're like, hey, this is what in a way you kind of need so that people get excited to see this guy. You know, like I'm gonna watch every match he's in. I'm not necessarily saying, hey, I'm cheering for him, but it's exciting to watch. You know, so I think it's interesting to hear both sides argue over, hey, this 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 person over one personality. You know, so it's interesting. Um, I I agree with you, but um, I don't think we need to be respectful to yes, your that, opponent. That is, you yes, know, absolutely. you can get excited excited match. Yeah, like his his style is like beautiful. Yeah, he's very aggressive. You know, you can be aggressive. You can be, but I believe you always need to respect. You know, yeah. that's that's the main reason we yeah the, the core part of the foundation of of the of jujitsu yes. A- absolutely the disrespectful part is is we can do without but the action and the the, the activity is like exciting but to you watch. see uh bushesha bushesha do the, does the same but yeah. he's very respectful yeah know? he give give us another great match the bushesha bernardo match or in uh mm-hmm. sorry and urban santos match another great one yeah i was actually surprised by that that 
Bushesha got the, the single so easily. It didn't look like, I guess it was just unexpected. You know, and then when I was like, wow, he didn't defend that at all. He was just in, and it was very exciting to watch. I mean, uh, I'm sure the atmosphere there was was amazing. What about, uh, I'll ask you another opinion. What what did you, did you catch the ending of the Cobrinha match, the finals? Did you did you see that where there was a controversy over the takedown or or where there was no takedown? I don't know. I don't know if you saw it. The, this, uh, the quarter, the same finals. Was it the semifinal? Semifinals, okay. yes. I, I actually was just getting to the uh, yeah to yeah. the uh, gymnasium, you know. Okay. And then I got there. It's like I saw Cobrinha. The guy was up, pretty much got into mount, and yeah. then the fi- the fight was done. I was yeah. Like, what happened? Yeah. And then they lift uh, Cobrinha's hand. It was like, oh, that's amazing, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I I watched the uh, video online yep. on the on Facebook. Uh huh. It's weird. I don't know. I don't, I didn't see from the the beginning, you know, just like really close to the takedown. Yeah. But it looks like it was a close. Yeah, a, clo- a clo- close, close uh, scenario situation yeah, close, to what the yeah. decision was. Maybe the ref didn't see like was a little bit scrambled. You know, yeah. you just uh, get a takedown once you um, control the 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 opening. Yeah. You, know, you got to control yep. for three seconds. Yeah. Maybe the could there be an see. could there be an advantage in that scenario or no? I, I'm asking for my def, own because I don't definitely, know. Definitely uh, advantage. Okay, yeah, which he, he didn't get either one. So, to, but I, I just thought that was interesting. So l- let's just throw the controversy out there. Do you believe that there is a Brazilian conspiracy in the IBJJF? Meaning that the, mm. the, in a match such as this, it's going to get the ho- hometown. Although it's not hometown, it's California, but the hometown call. I don't think so because <laughs> that happened to me some few times, you know, well, yeah. I, against American guy. Yeah. The referee gave to to the guy, you know, so I was a Brazilian one. <laughs> so there you go, guys, for all you guys thinking that there's a, a conspiracy out there against against all the Americans. You have it here from a Brazilian who did not get the call against an American and, and, and was on the... the <laughs> And besides that, all the referees they teach in US, you know, like yeah. they 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 around America, they teach all their their is their life is here now, you know, like it's no I don't think it's no like calling like yeah. oh it's a Brazilian guy, it's an American guy. I think now it's for for the Americans. Yeah. <laughs> I mean it's pretty big. I mean we just had the first I say we, uh, had the first American champion in, in ten years. And the kid's twenty years old. Years. You know, amazing, amazing. Um, we'll see how his how he you know how his but longevity is, and I believe um, Yao should have win because uh-huh. he should have got the two points too. So another was, another yeah another controversy another controversial match you know from the weekend. I, I think overall the from this weekend I think the real winner I think is the IBJJF um, because a lot of people were uh, down on that and and looking towards other competitions and other tournaments. But this year you had you know, amazing matches, amazing competitors. Um, like we discussed earlier, the the difference between guys winning or not winning was you know very, 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 very small. Close. You know everything was very close. It wasn't like uh, we'll use the NBA Finals for example, where you know one team's twelve and zero and the other team's twelve and one in the finals, and no one wants to watch. It's even the guys that we knew or suspected would win. Even you take a guy like Buchecha who's like, oh man, he's going to win. 
his matches were still very close matches yes. and exciting. So I think the IBJJF actually was the the actual winner. It you is jujitsu. Yeah, wins. You know. Yeah, yeah. It, it it's it, it really <clears throat> helps from all the people that were, uh, you know, complaining. I use the word complaining, saying, "Oh, there's people stall too much," and it's it's strategy now. You know, because it's it's the difference between winning and losing is so small. So small. You know. So. Wow, that's amazing. So, what's uh, what's next for you? What's next for um, in your plans right now? Uh, I just got back today. Yep, welcome back. Thank you. Uh, I'm already training for next year. Yeah, I just start today training for next year, and I want to compete as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, maintain the pre- preparation. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna stop. Until next year, I'm gonna be on the podium for sure. Yeah, um, I mean that has to be the goal. I mean, you have yeah. to have the, You can't go into it thinking you're not going to. Otherwise, yeah. it, otherwise, why, why even try? Yeah. yeah. But a uh, New York Open, DC Open, mm-hmm. uh, Charlotte, Pan Am's no gi, Worlds no gi. Mm-hmm. So I have a lot, lot to, to compete. And one last question going back there. Were you surprised with uh, with Atos taking the men's title? Not surprised. They have been working really hard, you know, mm-hmm. for that. They have, like, their, their uh, foundation is really good. Like, their blue belts are mm-hmm. killing it. Yeah. You know, blue, purple. They, so they're working on their foundation now. Mm-hmm. So those blue and purple are going to be the next brown, black belts yeah. in the future. Yeah, you know? continue, to, continue to improve. But, um, yeah. It was uh, really, really good to see, like, as a new team, you know, Alliance needs to go back, see what, what, where is the, where, where was the mistake, yeah, yeah, and try to win like next year. Yeah, I think it's interesting. Like I said, it's great for it's great for jujitsu. I mean, it just brings, and even when you look at, uh, take a school like uh, Unity, for instance, right? Who they haven't been around that long, but they some of their guys perform very well. So now it. it it's good for, in my opinion, for schools that are, are smaller, even a school like a, like a ground control that you can say, hey, you don't have to be an alliance to have champions. You, know, you can say you can train anywhere or with the right people around you and you can be a world champion. And before going back a few years, people didn't think that. They were like, no, you got to be at alliance. You know, you got to be at Gracie Baja. You got to be at... Team Lloyd Urban, you got to be, you know, there were maybe four schools where people said you had to be there to be a world champion. And now it's, it's, you can see that it's not necessarily the case anymore. That's true. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, I believe they, they are out there because they have more affiliates, you know, mm-hmm. like we, we have the same potential. Yeah. We all have the same potential. But we're one school. Mm-hmm. They have like 150 schools all around the world. So, of course, they're going to, if they have one champion for, for um, each gym, they're gonna win the tournament, yeah. you know. Uh, they have more chance, mm-hmm. but once we grow, we're gonna get close to to them, you know. But if you wanna make world champions, you know, you just need to work with your group and put them their mind that they can be, mm-hmm. you know. They really, really can be world champions, you know. That that's what we did here. So unfortunately, we didn't get. All of our guys were right. champs, but we brought uh, our first world champion. Yeah, that's great. That's great. I mean, it, it, it's like I said, in my mind, it, it's great to see, and it's great for 
people that are training to see that you really can do it from anywhere. You put your mind to it, you, you train hard, um, you have a couple of the right people around you to help you train, and, and it's it's possible. You know, so I think it's a great thing. That's awesome. Uh, any any parting words of wisdom? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Actually, did you uh, watch uh, Nicholas Menegalian Law? I did not get to see the match because I don't have uh, Flow Grappling. Okay. But I'm waiting for someone. Hey, if you're out there right now, post it to YouTube so I can watch the match. I got, got his black belt in December. December. Absolutely impressive. So Monster. Yeah. Like he was passing through everybody. Yeah. You know? One he I like he's he he was like uh, we say we say in Brazil bulletproof proof mind, you know. He yeah. was like very focused, like it's mine, it's gonna be mine. Yeah. I'm the guy, you know. I'm a badass. Yeah, that's impre- he that's made impressive. It. He made it. Yeah. But he is he's in Europe, right? He's in Brazil. Oh, he's in Brazil. He's in Brazil. He's a ah. Mario Hayes student. Okay, he's I knew in okay. South of Brazil. Wow, nice. Yeah, that's impressive. Um, that's all everybody was talking about, you know. And the interesting part was when they did the um, the lead up to Worlds they, and they did the predictions, they actually had him up there as a potential uh, winner. And then when he won, everyone's like, Who, "Who's this guy? Where did he come from?" It's like, no, it wasn't. I mean, it wasn't a it wasn't was, a surprise. It wasn't a surprise, right? I mean, it's it was a surprise, but not like if you were following, it wasn't like oh, this guy just completely came out of nowhere. So pretty impressive, though. Yeah, I'm gonna go back and, and watch that uh, when I get the, when I get the opportunity. So yeah, cool. Well, thanks for um, joining today, and thanks for uh, providing me some of your time. And welcome back. I mean, I'm ready to to start training again. Although I didn't stop, but start training again with with you here, uh, taking some some classes and working on what I need to work on to be ready for uh, hopefully New York, definitely uh, DC, and and then we're ready to go. So guys, before we wrap up, just a reminder: if you're looking for uh, gear, apparel, MMA, jujitsu, karate, you can stop on over to Fuji. Use the code WPO15 for 15% off on your purchase. Also, if you're looking for great uh, elite level instruction that you can carry with you in your pocket or on your iPad or whatever you have, or Android device, Trap BJJ. Use the code WPO50 for 50% off on 12 months of uh, great instructional content, guys. Finally, just a reminder, June 17th for the Grapple, grapple or Rollathon over at Gracie uh, Jiu-Jitsu in Maryland. And that's going to be Saturday from 12 to 3. All proceeds support the uh, Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Like I said, door prizes, silent auction, food, drinks, gi, no gi, rolling, conversation, good time, and supporting a great cause. Um, and, And finally, guys, if you get the opportunity, head over to iTunes and rate uh, do a rating or review for the show. Of course, it helps. Uh, in it helps the show get uh, recognized on iTunes, and it'll get it out to more people so they can find the show. If you have the opportunity, stop on by Facebook and like our page, Work Play Obsession Life and Jiu-Jitsu. Ton of photos, ton of uh, bits of wisdom as they come out, and and some other advice from the uh, Trap BJJ instructors when I get them when I get the opportunity to have them on. Thanks again, guys. Until next time, keep grinding.